0: It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cues podcast Covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football
1: Today on the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV We'll be talking about Syracuse lacrosse's loss to Cornell And Syracuse basketball's game in O'Shea Brissett I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Andrew Cowie and our guest today's ESPN S&Y's Eamon McEnany. Eamon, always a pleasure to have you on.
2: No problem. Thanks for having me.
1: Eamon, we will get you started on this one. We are a little past the halfway point of the season. Who is your team to beat right now? Is it Albany, Maryland, or is there an option C? Yeah,
2: I still think you have to like Albany to uh, win it all this year despite the upset loss to UMBC. They weren't at full strength in that game. Uh, I think they have the face game down pat. They have the uh, explosive offense. I think they're going to be tough to beat in a one-or-done setting. Uh, certainly Maryland could do that, but I think when Mar- when uh, Albany went down to Maryland and won, and won in that fashion, I think it proved a lot to the lacrosse world and proved a lot to the Great Danes themselves. So I, I, I clearly think they're the favorite. I'm not saying it's a runaway. I think Maryland has shown how strong they are. But I think if I were a betting man, I'd bet on Albany and then think about Maryland and Denver. Denver, of course, with Bill Tierney and Trevor Baptiste, always have a chance to win a couple games in a row and be champions. But I think it's Albany's year. I think they're the best team in the country. I don't uh, see how anyone can slow down that offense. They're winning face-offs and their full strength health-wise.
1: Amy, are you a little surprised at the Patriot League having four teams in Loyola, Bucknell, Navy, and Lehigh ranked right now?
2: Uh, I am, uh, certainly. I mean, Bucknell kind of came out of nowhere on my radar with a couple of wins lately. Um, I think Loyola's the class of that league talent-wise. Uh, that's always a tough league to figure out. You know, they go out and win games out of the conference, and then they beat each other up inside com- in the conference. So uh, Navy, you know, got off to a slow start, so sometimes uh, we outsiders have a tendency to write teams off after a couple of bad losses. So uh, I am surprised at how well the Patriot League has done out of conference play. I still think, like I said, Loyola with Pat Spencer uh, is the best team in that league, Uh, but certainly Bucknell has shown they're not going away either.
1: Eamon, Duke, Syracuse, Virginia, and your alma mater, Notre Dame, all ranked out of the ACC, but actually seems like an overall down year for the conference. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, I actually think it's a down year for the ACC. You're seeing some out-of-conference losses that you haven't seen in the past. Uh, Notre Dame losing Michigan uh Syracuse losing the other night to Cornell although certainly the way Cornell's playing that's not an upset uh Syracuse still losing at home to Johns Hopkins the way they did you got to give them credit for bouncing back um you know you you just don't see these kind of out of conference losses in the ACC uh, and you certainly don't see North Carolina struggling like they like they are right now so I think it's a down year for the ACC uh, still very talented teams I think you have to give Lars Tiffany and his players a ton of credit for bouncing back from that very tough loss at home to Johns Hopkins. I thought that was one that really could have defined their season, and it hasn't. Uh, I think they're playing very well right now. That They you know, won a big game. They got over that ACC losing streak hump with the win at Carolina. So now we're going to see how dangerous they can be if they can get into the ACC tournament. Uh, I'm not smart enough to figure out the tiebreaker implications if North Carolina beats Notre Dame. And you have three teams sitting there with uh, one ACC win. I mean, of course, Virginia can get to two if they beat Duke, but uh, – I think it would be huge for Virginia to get into that ACC tournament at home and maybe scare the daylights out of, uh, you know, Syracuse, who they played a tight game with earlier in the year. So uh, I, I think the ACC is down, but they can still be a factor. I've, I've been a little bit underwhelmed uh, by Duke, even though they're coming off a big win at Notre Dame. I was really surprised they lost to Syracuse at home. But, again, once again, John Desco has done it. I mean, just when everyone wants to write off the orange, the, despite last night's loss to uh uh, Cornell, excuse me, they rallied and it picked up some impressive wins. I don't think at the beginning of the year anyone thought Syracuse would be the number one seed in the ACC tournament.
1: Eamon, you just touched on Syracuse. Since that Johns Hopkins loss, they seem to have turned things around despite the younger roster. How did they do it?
2: Well, the, the goalie's been great. I mean, you take a look at that Notre Dame game. That was, I think, 6 5 going into the fourth. I mean, I don't remember it exactly, but. Uh, It was certainly uh, a lot closer than the final score indicated. Give Syracuse credit for dominating the final quarter, but he played very well in that game. I think he's been a stabilizing force. I think as usual, uh, coach Leland Rogers has figured things out on the defensive end and they're back on the same page after a slow start uh, defensively. And they have players. I mean, you mentioned they're young, but it's still Syracuse and they have a lot of players. So I think they just figured out, um, you know, the, the right combinations and who plays well together. And, um, you know, you know, that's what Coach Desco does. I mean, obviously, Syracuse has a great tradition and a great standard, and when it appears they're not going to live up to that standard, people up there start to grumble, and then he turns it around, and they're, you know, they're back in the quarterfinals and are knocking on the door of the Final Four and winning the ACC tournament. So I think it's a great coaching staff. They always do a great job in season, and um, I just think they've buttoned things up defensively and are getting really solid goalie play.
1: Eamon, thank you so much for coming back on the program again. ESPN and SNY's Amon McEnany. Great stuff as always. Enjoy the rest of the lacrosse season, and we'll speak with you soon.
2: All right, always uh, fun coming on. Good talk to you. Have a good one.
1: No one better in the business than Amon McEnany, and I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online Senior College Basketball Analyst and 2003 National Champion, Andrew Cowie. Andrew, how are you today?
3: Everything is good, Wes. How about yourself?
1: I'm great, Andrew, and great news for Syracuse basketball. O'Shea Brissett officially announcing he will be returning for his sophomore campaign. Early in the week, He had a really nice freshman year, but I think he's making a good decision coming back. What do you think?
3: Yeah, 100. I think it's a, I think it's a great decision
1: uh, because you know I don't
3: really know where he was going to go in terms of the NBA draft. Could be a late first round, maybe sneak in, um, and you know, would he been in the G League? I think. It's it's a perfect time, you know. He had a great freshman year, but this was also a learning experience. College basketball being a little bit different than, um, you know, high school and AAU. So he he, now he's going to have all summer to work on the little things that he knows he's got to work on. He he might stay at Syracuse and do summer classes. I know a lot of players do that. So he's going to be going into his sophomore year just from the start a much more comfortability, uh, just knowing how to handle both school and being a big time college basketball player. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to a great, uh, sophomore season from him and, and just seeing kind of the things that he works on with his game. Um, that should be great for, for Syracuse.
1: The bigger question is whether Ty's battle is coming back. So I'll ask you this, Andrew, should he,
3: you know, I, I do think he should stay only for the reason that, you know, there's pretty good chance. We're going to be, you know, Keith's going to be a pretty good um, team next year. And I think the far, you know, when you're a really good team, you get a lot of eyes on you, you get a lot of hype. And that's, that's just really good for him. And also this year, you know, you saw a lot of teams just really hone in on him, double him, not allow him to drive. Perfect example of that was the Kansas game early in the season where he struggled because defenses were really collapsing him. Now with, Um, Bursette coming back and just the team having a little bit more kind of depth and can go different pieces, you know, we could be pretty good next year and make a a run farther than people might assume. And that's just more eyes and eyeballs on him and will only enhance his kind of, uh, you know, draft status. So I've always said that team performance can always really enhance your draft status. Um, So You know, fingers crossed, I hope he does come back because I think that just really sets up for uh, a strong season next year.
1: Going from a guy who may potentially leave to a guy who's definitely not coming, what did you think when you heard Darius Baisley was foregoing his time at Syracuse jumping directly to the G
0: League?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think that a player, you know, wants to spend a year in the G League and going through those, um, you know, that process instead of, you know, going to college for a year um you know Behan talked about it during his uh press conferences during march madness about tyus young and how you know he struggled with usa basketball and then he comes one year in oklahoma and now he's a top five pick so when you see instances like that and and just shows you what college basketball can do for your profile you know why not go uh to school but at the same time it's a decision from for him and his family and and i think we should all respect that and say hey the last thing I want is a player to come to Syracuse that doesn't want to come. You don't want to come all good. No worries. The put, you know, the program is bigger than any one player. We move on and let's focus on, you know, what, you know, who we might have to get in. Maybe you really reports that maybe this, uh, the, a new recruit like Bryce Golden um, might, you know, might be a potential for Syracuse and maybe he turns out um, to be better than we thought. I know a perfect example of this from my perspective is I remember when back in oh you know two thousand one, we were recruiting Julius Hodge, which was a big time McDonald's All American, you know top ten recruit. It came down between NC State and Syracuse, so right down to the wire, and he made the decision to go to NC State. And because he went there, we got Hakeem, you know we got Hakeem work. and I think that turned out pretty well for Syracuse.
1: <laughs> I think it worked out just fine with Hakeem, Andrew. And I want to get you out of here on this one. I think the roster may change a lot between now and then, but what do you think of the 2018-19 team as it stands right now?
3: You know, I think I, I, it all comes really battle, plays a huge role in that. Um, you know, you like everybody that's returning, you know, that's is key. And I think, you know, ending the year, ending the year the way we did on a high, I think I'm definitely on a high note, kind of, lead, you know, gives you that positive, uh, mentality going to summer, working on your game, and, and feeling like, all right, you know, we we this could be a great 2018-2019, uh, and just you know gets you to work hard this summer. So, fingers crossed that battle um, wants to return, and I think uh, you yeah, know that gets everyone really super excited for uh,
1: the start of next season. Andrew, we are right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts.
3: Uh, my closing thoughts is uh, I saw that our ACC opponent's, uh, opponents schedule came out, the home and away, home games and then away games. And just I always look at my first look is always the away games and, and where we're we going and seeing um, a few teams on there. I think, you know, I, I was pretty happy with our, our away teams. Uh, not saying it's easy, but I think, uh, you know, it, it sets us w- well and we know what the tournament our uh, community thinks about away wins and how important that is. So, you know, getting a win of, against Wake Forest, NC State, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, um, that could that could be uh, big for us come on uh, March. So I was pretty happy with uh, uh, the home and away uh, schedule. Living in Florida, I would have I hoped that Hurricanes and uh away, but we had that this year, so, you know, I can't be too greedy.
1: Andrew, my closing thoughts are on Syracuse softball player Sammy Fernandez, who became Syracuse's all-time hits leader as the Orange softball team defeated Siena 6-3 on Wednesday. She passes Tanya Rose, who previously held the record with 207 hits. Just a big congratulations to Sammy. That's it for us for Andrew Cowie. This is West Chang reminding you that I'll do a lot of things, but admitting to my mom I'm cold when she told me to bring a jacket is not one of them. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time.
0: This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. up to $100. Just visit prizepix.com play100 and use code PLAY100. That's code PLAY100 at prizepix.com play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Daily fantasy sports made easy.